0: The following is a program originally recorded in 2014. The Week Before with Jamie Dyer And welcome to the week before, a new show for South Southwaves Radio that encourages discussion, knowledge and a bit of banter in between. My name is Jamie Dyer and each week I'm joined by a special guest in which what we do is shaped especially for them. This week I am joined on the phone by a man who is Nathan by day and a cowboy hat wearing singer-songwriter by the name of Black Vendetta by night. There is no punchline, that is the truth. Hello Nathan. Hiya. Hello, how are, you, how are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. How are you, pal? Yeah, I'm good. How How's the music coming along?
1: Uh, it's going quite well. I've just turned 24, though, so there's a bit of increased urgency in wanting to get things done. I'm starting to feel my age, but apart from that, yeah, I can't really complain.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean by that. Have you got any new material coming up and gigs and things?
1: Yeah, we're not gigs as such, more open mic nights, but, yeah, we're currently working on we're kind, of, kind of getting our album together. Uh, we've got a couple of new songs.
0: Well, there you go. That's, it all helps to build it up, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Uh, time for the first round, which is the discussion. This week, as we have a musical guest with us, it's a musical topic. The subject of comebacks. Kate Bush, The Big Reunion, even take that. Loads of retro acts of comeback for after years of being away, basically. And uh, is it really a sure thing to come back, or is it basically fueled by nostalgia? What's your thoughts, Nathan?
1: Uh, well, my thoughts are the, um, well, the reasons tend to vary, don't they? I, th- I think in Kate Bush's case, it, it was a great thing, because she she, um, you know, she, what was it, her first live gigs in For like 30, 35, god knows how many years? Yeah, yeah,
0: 35 years. Yeah,
1: yeah. She, she's just someone who, I, I get the impression, does it when she's feeling ready. Whereas in the case of, take that, it, you, you could kind of tell it was more about the money, if you know what I mean.
0: Well, yeah, I, th- I think as well, maybe settling demons, maybe, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You know, it always depends, but obviously uh, within the last week, I mean, this is called the week before, we sometimes refer to news events and things, but within the last week or so, Jason Orange has left Take That. I mean, does that have much significance? Um, Well,
1: yes and no, I suppose. I I suppose if if there's any such thing as Take That purist, I I suppose it will make a difference, but... he wasn't exactly the front man, was he?
0: No. I mean, a lot of these bands do have, you know, people leave after a while. Does that mean that that's not the band anymore? Do you know what I mean? Well,
1: you, there's a few. Well, you could always take the example of Guns N' Roses, couldn't you? The only, Well, unless you count the keyboardists, the only surviving original member is Axl Rose. But I, I personally thought Chinese Democracy was a really good album.
0: Oh, exactly, yeah, but, I mean, do you agree... A a lot of people disagree with that, but, you know, can't please everyone. Maybe so. I mean, do do you agree with the fact that maybe, say, uh, someone leaves a band and then someone else joins it, is that still the same band?
1: Um, It depends what the person who left really brought to the band. Um, Red Hot Chili Peppers, for example, because John Fruscianti left, didn't he? They've got a new guitarist now. I don't know, I went to see them, actually, and they were really good. But it's um I don't know. I think I think if a if a member really contributes something then there's there's gonna there's gonna be something, isn't there? Something missing when they when they make a new record or go on tour again. But Definitely roll with the times, as it were.
0: Definitely. And I think when these artists do come back they obviously try and evolve their sound, in a way. I mean, mm. if you think about the Take That example, I, I was speaking to people who, you know, were around when they sort of came back and they were going, oh, I didn't like them the first time round, but now they seem to have matured, you know, and it kind yeah, of... Do you
1: know what? I, yeah, I, although I, I say they did they did quite clearly do, it because apart from Robbie Williams, well, which was quite obvious in the fact that at first he was the only one who didn't come back, uh, nothing had worked out for the rest of them, so it's just like almost as if they gathered round like, Okay, I, I think the world's ready for us again, sort of thing. <laughs> Just pretending that. But the, when they came back, it was, it was like, um, yeah, I didn't like any of the songs they did in their first <laughs> round of things. But when they came back, it was almost like, okay, these are actually proper songs, and some of them are really good. So
0: Yeah, de- definitely. The way, way they're written, I suppose that's a maturing process as well.
1: Well, yeah, they were all men when they came back, weren't they? As opposed to silly spandex wearing boys or whatever they were before.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, can can I ask um, about what age were you when you first wrote your first song?
1: Um, I think when I first sat down to write a decent one, I was about seventeen. Yeah, and if you, well, look... I, I say a decent one. Obviously, it's open to interpretation, and I think.
0: Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, if you if you look at that song now, do you still think it's a good song, or do you think you've matured and something else has come out?
1: Uh, I keep making little changes to things as I listen to them down the years, I suppose. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, well, when I when I was first writing songs, I, I think I was about 14, 15, something like that. And at the time, you know, you all your hormones, you're going through puberty, you, you kind of, um, you know, kind of think, oh, God, I'm a fucking genius when you write a song. And then when you listen to it back just a few months later, you just, when you've matured a little bit, you're just like, God, what the... F- Bloody hell! Was
0: I thinking? <laughs> it's <Exactly>. Absolutely dreadful.
1: <laughs> oh, exactly. Just self-indulgent yeah.
0: nonsense. <laughs> no, you you do get moments like that, and I think some some comebacks as well. I mean, some people would say the ho- the whole Kate Bush example was was good because she hadn't performed in so long, but others would say when they came back, would you say it was self-indulgent in a way to do something like that? And, and well, but,
1: I would I would say all artists are pretty self-indulgent well the vast majority of them anyway there's always going to be an element of that i would think
0: oh yeah i mean i'll i'll give an example i'll give a personal example actually when uh when status quo re- reunited last year with the original lineup they played nothing at their concerts apart from pre-76 which was mainly kind of album tracks and things and you know while the fans thought that was amazing uh you know a lot of kind of you know, what What can you call them? Casual, casual goers. Yeah, casual yeah. goers sort of came out going, where was this? Where was that? Where was something else? I mean, yeah. in a way that was good because obviously they're not going to play things that they weren't playing on in the first place. But do you think maybe in in a, in a band context, if members do come back, no matter what the band is, do you think they should stick in their own era? Or do you think maybe they should have said, you know, our fan base has widened since then, and we 've done more let's sit down and try and work it out
1: well if, if you're a big band and you got and if you 've got enough um, you know public interest then surely you're going to have enough of a set to be able to please everyone like play um i don't know some of the more obscure ones to please the uh, hardcore fans, but play all the all the big hits, if you know what I mean to please the others or you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, yeah, I do. I mean I think the other the other big thing and I if
1: can think if you got if you got like what a two, two and a half hour set or maybe even one and a half hours, you you can what is it, like four minutes of song, you can you can quite easily fit fit enough in there to please everyone, I would think.
0: Yeah, I, I think so. But I think again, I think it also depends on the musician, maybe who's been replaced. I mean if you think about singers, if you think about maybe A C D C and people like that, yeah. when they've come back, you know you know that Brian Johnson's basically singing. Maybe the first half of the set is stuff that Bon Scott sang, but it doesn't really take away from it.
1: Yeah, yeah, true. You well, know. they've got very similar vocal styles, haven't they? So it's, it's not necessarily as noticeable as if, well, like uh, Paul Rogers replacing Freddie Mercury in Queen, for example. Oh,
0: definitely, yeah. Were. yeah. And Adam Lambert, of course. Yeah. I kind of wish...
1: Well, no, I don't wish, but I'd quite chocolate Nirvana did a similar thing. I'd just get Paul Rogers in to replace Kurt Cobain.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, they did... Didn't they do something with Paul McCartney recently? Someone did. Probably.
1: I probably didn't hear about that, but...
0: Yeah, it was it was random anyway. It was very weird. Was very weird indeed. Right, I think we're going to come to the end of that particular discussion because I think we've covered quite a large scope there. Uh, right, so we're going to move on to round two. This is where it gets a little bit more interesting. I don't know what's going to happen here. Um, this is called the "you tell me" round, where I'll give you 15 seconds to talk about a random subject. You can go anywhere you like, and this, you know, this could actually absolutely be anything and after 15 seconds if I think you can talk a little bit more about it I will extend it if not then we'll move on to another subject is that have I explained that
1: I think you have yes
0: I have explained that well of course I did of course I did right I've got my stopwatch here I've got no sound effects but I'll add that in post right can you tell me this is this could be an object this could be a person this could be an event can you tell me 15 seconds on washing powder and i'll let you think about it for a second and go
1: right i i think washing powder is tremendous i i i don't know anything beyond that except my mum uses incredible washing powder probably and my clothes are always clean
0: and that's 15 seconds. That
1: uh, uh, wrapped up pretty much everything <laughs> I've got to say on the subject.
0: Yeah, that's 15 seconds. See, that's just the Brilliant. right time. Right, let's I have... I knew I could
1: do it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> let's have another one. Let's have another one. Okay, so can you give me 15 seconds? This is plucked, it's right out of the air. This is not written down. Can you give me 15 seconds on the vinyl record? That's the vinyl record. And go.
1: My dad still buys those. Actually, he dragged me into a he dragged me into a record shop the other week where they were selling all sorts of classic vinyls and stuff. And I think he bought three or four of them. I I don't know. Like, in a, in a way, it's
0: and that's kind of like I'd wish. Uh, that's fifteen seconds. Oh, okay. But I oh, think I think you okay. can, I want to hear the rest of the story. So I'm gonna.
1: It, it uh, wasn't that thrilling. But I can go on if you insist. Okay.
0: okay. And that's another fifteen seconds or so. So and go.
1: Right. No, I was just going to say uh, I kind of wish I'd been around in that era because of the, um, I don't know, the sort of thrill of getting a new vinyl record and looking at the sleeve and everything, but, you know, uh, with all the computers and stuff, I suppose it's more accessible, but, yeah.
0: And there we are. I feel I've missed out on. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you, actually. I agree with you. That's 30 seconds on that. You're you're pretty good at this, at, uh, at doing that, but uh, I give you music. Oh, I'm good at
1: a lot of things, though. Oh. <laughs>
0: Yes, indeed. Right, I'll give you one more. I'll do one more for the for the fun of it. Anyway, can you give me fifteen seconds on the recording process? That could be any kind of recording process. In fact, no, I'll give you thirty seconds on this because I know that you probably know a lot about this from your. So, okay. that's thirty seconds on the recording process, starting now.
1: Half fun, half pain in the ass. <laughs> I only needed five, really. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it's um, yeah, it can be frustrating, but and, and you can sort of almost get slide into a state where you just want to get things done as quickly as possible. But it's um, yeah, it, it, it's something that you've got to pay attention to and know what you what you. What works for you and stuff like that. But once you get that nailed down, you should be able to come up with some pretty good recordings.
0: And that's thirty seconds. That's thirty seconds. You, you probably only did need you know five seconds for that. It's pretty easy. And I do it. I do agree with you. Actually, it is a bit of a pain.
1: Yeah,
0: it's it's a pain. Well, it's a,
1: it's a, quite a lot of it is studio engineers. Uh, you, the the thing is, you you need to get one who doesn't have their own ego, but also knows what they're doing. Because you don't you don't want someone to telling you what your record should sound like. It's just sort of like, okay. yeah, I've, I've thought about this for months. I know what it should sound like.
0: Oh, definitely, it's it's. it's just, a per- just
1: do what I tell you, and there'll be no problems. Sort it, of
0: like. It's a personal thing. Have, have you ever used a, a metronome, a click track?
1: Uh, yes, we have actually.
0: Yeah, I I don't like those. Because I, it's... I don't. They,
1: they always. I mean, their function is to keep you in time, but they always seem to knock me out of time. Oh so it, yeah, it's just, it's just like this isn't the beat of the song, right? and then I don't know what I'm doing.
0: Oh no, you get very engrossed in it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah I, I know where you're coming from there. Huh?
0: you get very engrossed with it. Right, that's the end of round two there. I thought that went quite well, actually, Uh, talking about random subjects, one random subject, really, and two that you might have known about. Right, so we're going to have the final round here. This is round three, and it's called What's On Your Mind? Well, it's self-explanatory, isn't it? So, uh, Nathan, what's on your mind right now?
1: What's at the moment are the ravages of time. (laughs) 24 years old now. (laughs) <laughs>
0: oh yeah because it was your no. birth- birthday yesterday yes
1: yeah it was yeah yeah it was um it wasn't exactly the most thrilling birthday either because obviously being on a monday and um yeah obviously everyone's either at work or got stuff in the morning it's just and uh yeah the uh most insane aspect of it was a curry <laughs> which later on proves to be a bit of mistake, if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> I won't go into any further details there.
0: Oh, of course not. It's uh, pretty self-explanatory, <laughs> I think.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just... <laughs> but, um... Yeah, it's, uh... I don't know, just a, just a feeling that... I think this is the first birthday I've had where I actually feel like I'm getting old, and I need to... If I want to achieve the stuff I want to achieve in my mortal time on this Earth, I really need to Maybe thinking about getting a move on, really.
0: Yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. I mean, I'm 25 in a couple of months and I have exactly the same thoughts and feelings. So, you know, I, I... Yeah,
1: it's kind of like, have I passed the age where someone could kind of call me kid, if you know what I mean? An older man, or am I, you know, like a proper adult adult now? Or should I be, at least?
0: Oh, don't worry. I think some people grow up and some people just stay the the same for years and years. I mean, I talk to people of age, you know, of about 15, 16, and it's like you're talking a different language.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's but amazing. Also, but also, worryingly, you can talk to people that age and kind of feel you're on pretty much exactly the same wavelength, and it's just sort of like, okay, what have I actually done with my life in that extra decade that <laughs> I've gone? <and> it's just... <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's 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 weird, but you know, I I do wish you luck with it because I know th- I have played with music for many years now, and I think it's it's great. And ev- everybody has that creative spark. There's always an audience out there.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and,
0: and it takes a while, and obviously, it's easier now because of social media and other bits and pieces that are around. Yeah, and I so think- on a similar
1: note to that, you can just kind of get lost in the whole social media maze rather than just of focusing on exactly knowing what you need to do in order to kind of promote yourself and stuff
0: yeah I, I think some people think actually speaking quite frankly some people think oh i'm on social media so therefore i'm going to explode and that doesn't always happen
1: yeah that, that's not how it works no matter how good you are
0: no, <laughs> you have to be very proactive with a lot of things other, other than yeah. that you, you know I, I mean there's nothing really more to say about that but as as for age you know I think every year you have kind of a different thought. That's your thought for the year. Yeah. Yeah, you, know, you know, but uh, as I say, it, it it all changes over time, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, on the plus side, by by this age, the, my granddad was pretty much bald, and he's the granddad I was supposed to inherit the gene off, and I've still got a full head of hair, so it's like I dodged that particular bullet.
0: Yeah, I've I've always wondered actually. When you do, you still wear the the cowboy hat and stuff on stage? Of course, I do. Oh, of course, it's an image. I, thing.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm wanting I'm wanting to get a more flamboyant one. I, you know those um, you know those hats the witchfinders wore in the um, can't remember what century it was, but yeah, yeah. during the witch hunts. So I, I really want one of those.
0: Well, it's, <laughs> a, it's a slight adjustment to the image, but it might just catch on.
1: Oh uh, well. If I if I make it big, of
0: course it will
1: catch on. Well, yeah, won't right. <laughs> we'll be able to move for kids wearing those hats up and down the land.
0: Yeah, I do find actually when when a lot of singers do that sort of thing, or or you know, or, or a company has sort of an image and they refer to something else, a lot of kids and that don't really know where things come from. You know, mm, I don't. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if you've ever seen those kids react videos where they. They look at old technology, and, and I know one time they looked at the Nintendo NES, and and the the girl said, "Oh, I've never seen one of these before, but I've got a bag that looks just like it."
1: Yeah, yeah. Didn't even know it what it was. Kind of worries me that maybe many kids in a few years will be like that with books.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, a quick note. What what do you think of the whole um, the whole Kindle thing and and I, the lack of books? I, well, I, I don't really see the. Well, I kind
1: of see the point to an extent, but I, I don't like the adverts where they make out, like, where they're talking about oh, how special it is, how they can get into this story and all rest It's just sort of like, well, that's nothing you couldn't do with books, really, if you could if you just be bothered. Well, exactly. So it's, yeah. Exactly. It's, it's not like just because of the invention of the Kindle or some fictitious stories have become interesting. I'll- I mean, not a... Yeah, I, I could get quite easily engrossed in a story without some beaming light shining up at me for an electronic tablet type thing.
0: Yeah, I, do, I don't think Kindles have lights in them, do they?
1: Well, I, I know the one of the big things they go on about, which is possibly the only thing that would tempt me into looking into one, is the fact that no matter what direction the sun's shining on them, you can still read it. Are oh, the paper ones? Yeah, because I'm sure you've been in a position where, I don't know, you're reading a book on a beach or something and the sun's shining directly over your shoulder and it's just like, ah, what, what does that say? Oh, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's like trying to um, use a phone, you know, in direct sunlight.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: that. And it's awful. It's, it's like playing a Game Boy years ago and not being able to see what you're doing.
1: No, I never had a Game Boy. I yeah. think I missed out. <laughs> Which... yeah, enough about my deprived and tragic childhood.
0: <laughs> no, so, yeah, so uh, this is the week before. What's what's in the week ahead for you?
1: Um, Quite busy, actually. I uh, think more recording. I've got a pool match on Thursday and generally just pissing about, really.
0: Yeah, do you play Do you play much pool? And, and I do sometimes get messages from you like, yeah, I've just been at a pool tournament.
1: Yeah, yeah, I do play quite a bit. Uh not playing that well at the moment but I'm determined to turn it
0: round. Don't take this the wrong way, but uh does when you play do you have some drink aid as well? Yes. <laughs> simple answer. Yeah, very simple answer. I'm not gonna ask any more about that subject. No, I'll ask. What what uh what do you drink?
1: Oh, uh... It tends to be vodka, actually, because that that tends to, it not only settles your nerves, but it also kind of gives you a determination sort of thing.
0: Yeah, it gives gives a bit of grit.
1: I I think I tried it on wine once, and I just felt so tired while I wasn't at the table that I just completely lost interest in the match, basically. So probably, probably
0: avoid that in the future. Yeah, well, you you found a method that works for you, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. You found a method that works for you.
1: Maybe not the healthiest method, but it seems to be effective. So.
0: <laughs> no, well, uh, as they say, a glass of red wine, or maybe even a glass of vodka a day, helps you. I don't know.
1: Well, not. Well, we're not talking a full bloody pine uh, glass. Oh, okay. of course not. No,
0: <laughs> no. What are they shots? No, uh, no, just uh, mixers really. Ah, mixers. I haven't got a clue what you're talking about, but there we go. There we go. I'm not, uh, I'm not familiar with uh, with that. <laughs> I, on account that I don't really drink. So there we go. Don't, don't get into a conversation about alcohol, Jamie. Don't do that. Um, yeah, so we're going to reach the end because we've reached the end of the show here. But thank you very much for coming on. Hopefully it's been a positive experience. Good luck with the music stuff as well. Yeah, yeah it's been quite a fun. Yeah, and thank you. Indeed. Well, that's, that's good. Well, thank you, Nathan. This has been the week before. I've been Jamie Dyer. This has been Southwaves Radio. Thank you very much for listening. And as uh, Big D Zone would say, we are out.